This is Amy, the Senior Group Fitness Instructor at the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. Are you looking for a spark of inspiration to bring to your next class? Find us at IndoorCycleInstructor.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. I'm John McGowan, your host, and I'm joined with my guest host and partner, Jennifer Sage. How are you, Jennifer? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm well. I'm still fighting to surface after <laughs> idea. It's amazing, the the people that I met and the things that I saw and all the, the cool things that just have seemed like required, plus all the emails I hadn't had a chance to respond to, it was it's quite overwhelming. Yeah, it's uh, they're they're pretty exciting and a lot of stimulus. Oh at yes, those no kind sh- of conferences. No shortage of stimulus, and then and I was busy enough before I got there, and then all these new things that uh, we're going to talk about a little bit kind of became available, and so the discussion you and I had was, well, we need to do something just to kind of talk briefly about a lot of the different cool things. An experience that I had an idea, and it has to be a podcast. It has to be a podcast. All right, and <laughs> this is actually the second time we've recorded this. <laughs> <laughs> we had a bit of a technical issue on the other side, but this will also help us to be a little more succinct. The last one ran close to forty minutes, so I don't know that we can expect anyone, even our most ardent fans, to sit and listen to, to us listen for... to you and me talk for forty minutes. <laughs> no. It depends on if it's riveting or not. But right. Well, there's there's, there's no some sure interesting riv- stuff here. Right. But to start over again, the best part about being able to go to IDEA was to be there in person and to finally get a chance to meet all these people who over the last two years I've talked to, I've interviewed, I've traded emails with. What was really cool is that I re- there were two ICI Pro member instructors there that I got a chance to meet. Two that you know of. There might have been others. Well, correct. And I'd thrown it out there, but I these are the two that I connected with when I was there. And Darlene Levin, who is very sweet, and we got some fun pictures on the blog. I am a little disappointed with her, though, because she abandoned me for Johnny G. <laughs> the other John. The other John, exactly, which I can understand. He has a lot of charisma. Oh, he does. He does. And he had a, in the picture of him here, he had a very colorful shirt on. And plus, he's very tan, and he's very good looking, so it's difficult for any of the women to miss him. And I also met Carrie Fleischer, who I believe from Las Vegas and was very neat. And she showed me some really cool stuff that she does. And and she'll admit she spends way too much time at where she takes little video clips and combines them into a, a custom video set to music. And it was just very amazing. She used them in her class? In her class, right. So she'll, wow. she puts together, and, and the one little clip she showed me is that if you're a Pee Wee Herman fan, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, there was a section in there. It's all about him and his bike. And there's a section in there where he wins the Tour de France, and it's very corny. And yet she's incorporated into, her, into a class with music, and it was really cool. But what got me most excited talking to Carrie is that she also showed me some little video clips of classes that she does with young kids, indoor cycling classes. And they have a, a number of bikes within their, I don't want to call it a play area, but their child youth area. And she has developed kind of programming to go along with it that engages the kids all with the idea that these kids are so focused on their electronics that we need to find ways to engage them physically. 
uh, the discussion I had with Carrie is that we would talk more and uh, hopefully have her on the podcast at a later date to be able to talk more about what it is she's doing. I think it's exciting to bring indoor cycling to children. Obviously, there's a, a size issue. It takes a very different approach, and I'm always excited to learn from other instructors who, who are good at this. This is not something I'm good at because none of the clubs I work at has a big population of that age. I've talked with some instructors who, who are really seeking information on how to engage children, you know, the early teens and teenagers even, on the bike. So that'll be exciting. Well, and the, the whole marketing opportunity here is the, the glaring problem is, to my knowledge, there isn't an indoor cycling bike three-quarter scale or something that's designed for four-foot-nothing kids. There's not. Not that I'm aware of. And, and so if you're a bike manufacturer out there, give me a call. We'll see what <laughs> we can do to start this because I see a huge opportunity. You know what? I, I think there is an opportunity that's not really being tapped into. You know, and some nice graphics and oh, yeah, make them pretty um, and, and put up some videos. The same things we're doing with a lot of our classes to engage adults. We've got a lot of passionate people out there that would be happy to put together programming. And and I know with Lifetime Fitness, where I teach, they mm-hmm. have a huge family club. That's really their model. And to find the group type classes for kids that would help get them interested in fitness would be a wonderful thing. Sounds like a exciting niche to get into. Oh, absolutely. And now, so, but we're going to stay on track here, Jennifer. Okay. Uh, but to go along with the whole meeting people, it was also fun because there are all these manufacturers that I've communicated with, you know, starting with Kaiser and they, they got to be the most accommodating bunch I've or company or whatever you want to call them that I've ever dealt with. And I got a chance to meet Suzette O'Byrne and Darren Pelkey, who's their uh, head of sales, who was gracious enough to really provide a lot of bikes for our conference. And I got to meet Paco Gonzalez, who is presenting at our conference. Oh, and he's fun. I spoke to him on Skype and he's just full of energy. He's going to be leading our Kaiser presenter uh, sessions. Exactly. And I have a video of him that I little interview I did with him that I'll be posting here very shortly as well. Uh, the one big fail on my part was I had the, the best sit down face to face with Suzette O'Byrne and screwed up the audio part of it. So it's oh, unusable, bummer. but she is so genuine and so sweet. I did get a chance to take one of her classes. It was a lot of fun. But I just, my heart sunk when I went back in my hotel room later that night reviewing things, and it's just definitely quiet. Well, I think you'll have to do a podcast with her. Well, we're, well, but again, but just to see her and her big smile, it was just, it was just. <laughs> you just, can put that on in the background. It's just sad. I got a chance to meet a bunch of people from the Schwinn program, uh, Jules Arney and Jay Blonick. I took their certification workshop on Wednesday I was there. They were nice enough to have myself there along and I took it with Gene Nacy, who a lot of people that listen to the podcast know. Gene and I both got to take that. A very good program. And if you get a chance at any time to uh, take any kind of training from either Jules Arney or Jay Blonick, especially Jay Blonick, I was, I was just incredibly uh, impressed with the clarity in which he speaks and teaches class. It was, uh, but again, he's <laughs> he's supposed to be the best and he's been the best for about 20 years. So I guess that, that goes without saying. Also got a chance to meet Angie Studervent and Danielle Foster from Cycle Ops. 
and those two are, you know, they're former master instructors with spinning. So they were on my team when I was with spinning. And boy, I know they are both so full of knowledge. Oh, it's amazing. And how smart they are. Throughout the conference over that week, week well, it was almost a week, I got to take classes on the Schwinn power bike, the Kaiser M3 with power, and then the Cyclops power bike. And if anybody saw the blog, you know what I describe as my biggest takeaway from the whole conference was that, as far as I could tell, based on me, what I call my threshold power, maybe I'm not describing it exactly right, but I can maintain, say, 240 watts for six, eight, ten minutes, anything more than that, I start thinking about slowing down. And yet, on all three bikes, they were very similar. Because I know there's always been this discussion about, is it real or is it estimated? Uh, but as far as I could tell, any one of those three, if you're trying to teach a power-based class, uh, would be very satisfactory. You came across, You came away from it feeling that you were able to put about the same amount of power and it read your effort about the same. Exactly. Okay. Now, completely unscientific, but this was <laughs> these were three separate days, so it's not like I was doing them one after another and I was fatiguing. I just they just felt very similar. The one comment I will make though is the Cyclops bike having a free wheel like a conventional bicycle. I liked that. You did. I did. It's, and, it's more realistic to a bicycle outside. It is, and yet at the discussions I had later with with Angie were that it's difficult for people to ride them smoothly until they've learned how to pedal. I mean, I've got uh -huh. 15 years of cycling experience, so for me it's second nature. And I do remember earlier conversations with Dennis Kaiser where he was explaining that early on in, in the, the, the original genesis of a lot of these uh, indoor cycling bike designs, he wanted to create one with a freewheel and his salespeople said they couldn't sell it. And the club owners said they wouldn't buy it. Wow. It probably also presents a, a maintenance issue. It could, or a safety issue, or it could be that the key to the success of the program is that they've been fixed gear. So that they've assisted people who don't really have the muscle memory technique that a cyclist has. But anyways, that's my... That's my two cents. If I had the opportunity, I would have a an indoor bike with power with a freewheel so that you are forced to pedal properly. But that could be indoor cycling 3.0 maybe. Yeah, down the road. Uh, the other thing that we were going to talk about is that there was a little drama at IDEA on the indoor cycling side of things. And it revolved around a conversation I had actually while I was in the bathroom getting changed to take which was my final on-bike thing with the Cyclops people. A very upset instructor, upset at the language he was hearing given by the presenter uh, at an earlier session. I have a pretty good idea who it was. I know whose program it was, and yet I'm not going to say anything other than the fact that if, if you have to rely on profanity to make a point in your class, find a different occupation. Yeah. And, and you're talking about the instructor, not the music, right? Correct, the instructor. Yeah. Wow. And it wasn't just this one instructor. I, I actually ended up talking to three. Who heard it and were upset by yeah, it. Yeah, they were all in the session, and they're thinking, wait a minute, we're paying money to be offended. I don't think so. You wrote that blog post, and I, I made a comment about it, you know, a question whether it was another presenter, but it was not a, the person I brought up was 
was not a cycling presenter. You're talking in a class on a bike. In a class on a bike. And, and a representative from IDEA jumped in to our comments and clarified that it was not the person that you thought based mm-hmm. on your experience. So we clarified that. Okay, so that was the end of the drama. Uh, <laughs> and there was a big launch of a new, I guess for lack of a better term, what, what I call like a little mini Facebook for instructors and for studio club owners uh, that IDEA has created. It's called IDEA Fitness Connect. And there's also a little bit on the blog about that. It is a way for you to have your own little mini website f- about you and about your class. And it's completely free. It's completely free for both the instructor or the studio. I uh, filled out my profile, and it, I found it very interesting that I had to add both my clubs uh, <laughs> into it. My perception is that there's no good reason not to be included in this. No, it's a phenomenal idea, and and I think it's just starting. Didn't they? I mean they just this past couple of weeks they launched- they, they launched it. I mean it just came live on a Thursday last week at idea. Yeah. I got an email about it from idea a couple of weeks prior announcing the launch. So hopefully our listeners are, you know, either on the idea uh, mailing list, or if you're not, you can go get on that mailing list, but go look at John's post on this. Cause uh, it's exciting. It's such an amazing idea. And the thing that struck me is the infrastructure that it has available for an instructor to start their own little, and I don't want to use a personal training, but okay, I'm gonna like, like a pers- like small group, like a small, small group, group training. training. Exactly, they have it set up. And now I should clarify: this is for IDEA members only, so it would cost you eighty nine dollars to become an, a member annually. You get access to the tools to create an event, advertise it through links to this events site that you've created, and IDEA will take care of all the credit card processing and everything for you. And then when your event's over, they mail you a check. So wow. if there's those kind of things are standing in the way of you, yeah, would, how do I do this and how do I do that? It's all right there and it's very easy to use. I looked at it and it's like a two-minute deal to put together. Say you were going to take a, you know, a bunch of non-cyclists on a four-week outdoor teach-you-how-to-ride program. You know, that, So you recruit a number of members from your class they're willing to pay whatever for your, you know, more personalized attention. Everything is there for you to set this up and do it. And I do know that the private insurance for instructors, which you would really have to have in order to do something like this, especially if, if it's not off there, you know, officially authorized by your club, is that you need some insurance. I know Amy's, uh, per, her uh, Pilates training that she does, she has insurance through them and it's a that just got it all figured out. But the one other thing I almost forgot is that these profile pages that you create for yourself are very soon going to be available through these huge fitness sites like Active.com and Health Magazine and Ursa is going to use their, you know, use this so that your reach is going to be enormous. So when somebody's looking for an indoor cycling instructor or a studio offering indoor cycling, they'll probably find these little profiles long before they find many other websites and those kind of things. And take it from John. He understands the power of, of using the web and search engine optimization, the big word there. And these guys are going to be optimized. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like I say, there's no good reason not to be. 
comments. Yeah. And it's going to take you 10 minutes to fill out your profile. You throw up your picture. Uh, but you can create a blog on it. It Just a lot of cool things. And we are all hoping to get them on uh, a future podcast to talk about it in more length or more detail. There are a bunch of cool products. Uh, if you've been on the blog, you saw I've got a a, a little video about this new Towelmate product. I just love inventors. These guys just launched this product. They had a very cute person presenting it, which is probably half the reason that I have them on the site. <laughs> but it's a very it's a neat tool. It's a neat towel that uh, has a little waterproof pocket in it that you can put all your stuff. If you have a club where theft may be an issue, or you're just concerned, um, it just it's just a cool thing. It's called Towelmate. Oh, what else did, what else? I mean, I'm, oh, there were well, so listen, many you, things. You said you saw Johnny G. I did. I, I saw Johnny G. We had a nice conversation and Crank Cycles had a wonderful display right in the dead center there. They had classes going con- constantly. They had a bunch of wheelchair athletes leading classes and, and uh, one of your favorite people in the whole word, world, Mike Michaels, who is, I think, probably their lead presenter. He was there, and I did a video interview with him. I'm going to be posting here shortly. See, well, let me interrupt. If if you think the guys are excited about seeing uh, your your towelmate person, <laughs> this is for the ladies out there. Wait till the, he posts this one with Mike Michaels. Yes, yes, he <laughs> easy is easy on the eyes. Yes, and he's a very cut individual, and he speaks very, very well. And not only did we talk about crank cycling, but we also talked about Sunto's system, which has the heart rate display up above mm-hmm. on the screen and how he uses it. And he was very good to explain how they've really developed the package. Early on when I'd first seen this, I thought, oh, great. Now we're going to have people to see how, how quickly and, and how long they can stay in the red. Yeah. And, but uh, the interview does a good job explaining at, at some detail as far as how they use it, you know, how there, they... You're talking about the screen that they the put screen up, right? With the, We're going to have that at our conference. Yes. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. And so we do go from there. The uh, I, There's a number of other little videos that I shot that I'll be posting over time here for with some new products and foods and those kind of things. There was, there was these wonderful protein cookies that I think I lived on the whole thing because they gave out and actually they gave away so many samples I felt like I felt guilty and started buying them oh good for you (laughs) (laughs) but they're good they're good and I hate going and buying a $11 four day old sub or something at some of these places it's just it's just not something I'm looking forward to were there any other bikes yes I talked to a representative from Modus and that was my second fail, I guess. We had, did a nice interview. He was showing me his bikes. They're very good looking compared to a lot of the drab gray bikes that we all get to see every day. They have some very innovative features. The, the first thing that just struck me is that you know, most fitness machines have a place where you can grasp with both hands and get a heart rate. But no indoor cycling bike does. Theirs does. That's a pretty cool enhancement. Yes, it does. And uh, they had uh, and they also have a very innovative frame design for one of their bikes that's more I don't want it's it's a step through. <laughs> Some people oh. would say that's a girl's bike, but at the same time I know how difficult it is especially when you're wearing cleated shoes on a hardwood floor to step up over the center section of a bike. And so uh, they have one that's like I say cut very low to the ground, very easy to get on and off of. And uh, I have some 
video of that and I'll be Did you uh, lose the audio on that one too? I did, yes. Okay. And I I'm hiring a an, an audio guy to follow me around. <laughs> <laughs> or that or I'm gonna have Amy do the interviews and I'll do it and make sure that I have everything right. So you know, and there's just other stuff that I'm gonna be throwing up over time. The important thing though, it was fun. It was really neat meeting all those people. It does sound like a lot of fun. It sounds like there's so many things out there that some people can't even comprehend what kind of products and services are out there or coming. And and when they're cool, it's our objective to tell you about them, right? Yep. And some of these people will be at our conference. Kaiser will be there and Sunto, and we're still working on more. Yes. And for those of you that are waiting to sign up for the conference, we still have room for you. So indoorcycleinstructor.com forward slash conference and the links for you to get signed up are there. If there's any questions or comments or suggestions you may have, uh, we'd love to hear them. We have a deadline coming up. Yes, we do. Tell them about our deadline. What is our deadline? Oh, yes. September 7th. What do they say? A day that will live in infamy. That is the <laughs> last day for our early registrations that you save $54 off of the conference cost. It's only 195 bucks for over two days, which in this day and age is about half the price that you normally pay for a conference at this level. Yep. And, you know, we know people like to wait to the last minute, but uh, that's a good chunk of change. So yep. I encourage people to, to sign up now, or at least before the 7th. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing everybody in October. It's going to be really a lot of fun, and I can't wait to meet some of these people we've been talking to through email and on comments and through the forum. Oh, I think it's going to be crazy fun. <laughs> I'm tiring. I'm tired thinking about it. But yes, but that's okay. We'll have fun. That happens to every conference I go to. Well, Jennifer, this went long again, but I think we got it all recorded. All right. We'll uh, talk to everyone soon. All right. Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks, everybody. See you again. Mm-hmm.